0: The EU looking to build a security pact with Russia. The biggest test to the unity and resolve of the West and the NATO alliance in decades. Tensions between Russia and Ukraine continue to move toward a climax. The Times of Israel and other media around the world citing reports that families of U.S. embassy workers in Ukraine have been told to start evacuating soon. Will Russia invade Ukraine? Or are they simply play- playing a game of brinkmanship with the West to gain traction in negotiations? Today on the UK Telegraph, Britain claims Vladimir Putin is plotting a puppet regime in Ukraine. A couple of snippets from the article. Boris Johnson warns Europe against naivety over the Russian president as the Foreign Office names Kremlin's agents. The Prime Minister's view is that the situation in Ukraine is the biggest test to the unity and resolve of the West and the NATO alliance in decades, said a number 10 source. Tom Tugendhat, Member of Parliament and the Chairman of the Commons Foreign Affairs Select Committee, wrote an opinion piece in the Telegraph entitled, The EU's deafening silence on Russian aggression makes war more likely. He wrote for the first time in a generation we're on the brink of war in europe we need to be strong not to threaten moscow but because only strength can stop them jeremy warner in an opinion piece on the telegraph with the title putin has got biden over a barrel with ukraine and markets know it wrote that sadly for ukrainian soldiers on the front line There is no appetite in the West for war with Russia over the aspiring little democracy. But the most significant news item this week in regards to Russia, I believe, were the words of Emmanuel Macron, the French president. France currently holds the EU presidency, and Macron made these very significant comments at the European Parliament in Strasbourg, France, on Wednesday. Reporting this, the Telegraph headline read, Emmanuel Macron calls for EU security pact with Russia in blow to Western alliance. The report went on to say, In a speech to the European Parliament, Mr. Macron called for the EU to forge its own security and stability pact with Russia. We should build as Europeans working with other Europeans and NATO, and then put it forward for negotiation with Russia, he said. It's good for Europe and the U.S. to coordinate, but it is vital that Europe has its own dialogue with Russia. Mr. Macron's intervention will raise concerns Russia could exploit divisions between the U.S. and EU, damaging Western solidarity as it continues to mass troops around Ukraine. The fact is that Western Europe and the other NATO partners, such as America and the UK, are not united in their approach to the Russian threat. So much so that the UK transports while flying arms to Ukraine were taking a longer route to avoid German airspace. The Germans clearly did not agree to this support for Ukraine. The UK, of course, is not longer is no longer part of the European project since Brexit. It is unavoidable that Brexit will have geopolitical implications. The Telegraph continued. The four way talks have been abandoned in recent weeks, and Europe has largely been frozen out as the US has negotiated directly with Russia. Mr. Macron's intervention threatened to undermine Mr. Blinken two days before he is set to meet with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov in Geneva. Macron's comments state a desire for Europe to have its own army, negotiate directly with Russia, and include Russia in a security pact. This, of course, would be a major geopolitical shift, and one that watchers of Bible prophecy have been looking for. France24.com reported that Macron said, at the heart of the framework would be principles agreed with Russia 30 years ago. So the idea of a security pact with Europe is not a new idea. Back in 1997, John Laughlin wrote about this in his book The Tainted Source. In the sixth chapter entitled The Third Rome, John wrote, It is seldom realized that the plan to integrate the states of Western Europe around a single currency, grandiose though it is, is only part of an even larger plan. Europe integration is not an exclusively Western European affair. Indeed, the very purpose of suggesting the institutional restructuring of Western Europe around a hard core, according to the plan's German authors, is to permit the creation of a common Western European foreign and security policy, which will in turn be based on a lasting partnership with Russia. The German government has repeatedly stressed that it is the advocate of pan-European, not just Western European, thinking. John Laughlin continues on the next page. The idea is then to construct a pan-European security architecture with Russia. In other words, the institutional. Institutional reforms which are being undertaken in Western Europe, especially the institutionalization of the hard core through monetary union, are the necessary prerequisite for the larger vision of one single politico-military system for the whole European continent. As the former German president, Richard von Weisacker, said, a common foreign policy can be created only via the single currency getting used to a single currency is the only possible means of achieving a single foreign policy the hardcore in the west is to be the western pillar of a pan-european security structure of which the eastern pillar will presumably be russia and her associated states again on the next page German and French politicians alike have frequently stressed the need to build European security on the basis of an alliance with Russia. Chancellor Kohl has said on many occasions that he wants to develop a pan-European security system. This idea of a security pact with Russia, then, is not new. It has been in planning for many years, not only in the political sphere, but also in the religious world, it has been a most important goal of the Vatican to bring about a reconciliation of the Greek Eastern and Latin Western churches for many decades and to have a political union. For example, on October 29, 2017, the Roman Pontiff Francis said in his speech to the Rethinking Europe conference that, Today the whole of Europe from the Atlantic To the Urals, from the North Pole to the Mediterranean, cannot miss the chance to be first and foremost a place of candid and constructive dialogue, in which all participants share equal dignity. We are called to build a Europe in which we can meet and engage at every level, much as in the ancient Agora, the main square of the polis. The latter was not just a marketplace but also the nerve center of political life where laws were passed for the common good. The presence of a temple dominating the square was a reminder that the horizontal dimension of daily life ought never to overlook the transcendent. In other words, a united Europe to the Ural Mountains deep in Russia, politically united, passing laws, and religiously united, a temple dominating the square. Today the idea of a united Europe with Russia and the struggle for who will dominate it is coming to a head. It will come about either by war, negotiation, or both. There is a major, major geopolitical shift in the works that will transform Europe and the world. Let's take our minds back to one phrase in Laughlin's book, the hard core in the west is to be the western pillar of a pan-european security structure of which the eastern pillar will presumably be Russia and her associated states. This is striking. Both these pillars can be historically traced to the Roman Empire, the western pillar to the Latin Roman Empire, the eastern pillar to the Byzantine Empire. In other words, these two pillars are the two legs of the Roman Empire, and as such, they are the legs of the image Nebuchadnezzar saw in his dream in Daniel chapter 2. The image which the Babylonian king saw was indeed a pan-European security system. The image had a Babylonish head, as it were, a temple dominating the square, and upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Revelation 17 verse 5. Daniel tells us of the image that the form thereof was terrible. It was a terrifying religious and political system. While the image showed a succession of empires, ultimately, when it would be smitten, it would stand together as one image empire. The record states that it would be broken to pieces together, which means that it would stand together. Daniel informs the king that the image showed what shall be in the latter days. These latter days would be at the end of this succession of empires. This is after the Roman Empire. This demonstrates that the Hebrew prophets, when speaking of the end time, were looking way past the time of the exile to Babylon. They were looking for a future restoration of Israel after the demise of Rome. Daniel 2 verse 44 says, And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. We have just briefly made a few comments on one prophecy. There are many prophecies which dovetail with this one such as Ezekiel 38, as we have considered in recent weeks, where the alignment of nations matches what we see forming in Europe today. However, we can easily see how significant the statement of Macron is in calling for the EU to forge its own security and stability pact with Russia. This is, in effect, the standing up of the image of Nebuchadnezzar in its latter-day form, ready to be smitten by the little stone power which is the kingdom of God. We see that day soon approaching as we watch the signs of the times on www.bibleinthenews.com Thanks for listening. This has been David Billington with you.